the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to SoCal Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. It is great to be with you today. Monday, May 2nd, 2022. Amazing how fast the year is going and how things are changing all around us. We're live in Southern California every day from KKLA, 3 to 5 each and every weekday, bringing to you the conversation to the conversation for some encouragement, some fun, some conversation about the issues of the day. We'd love to get your perspective on these things. You can give me a call and join the conversation. The number is 888-LA-TALKS, 888-528-2557. I always encourage you to put that in your phone. If you're thinking about it and you want to call once in a while, if you have it in your phone, you're ready to go whenever that topic comes up or somebody makes a comment and you want to respond. 888-528-2557. That's the number. You can also email the show, SoCalLive at KKLA.com. I know you might be sitting at your desk. Difficult to call in at the moment, but you may have some thoughts. Give us an email, SoCalLive at KKLA.com. We'll put your thoughts on the air if we get it during the show. And uh, once again, that number is 888-528-2557. This weekend, uh, Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher, Clayton Kershaw became the all-time strikeout leader for the Dodgers, so uh, congratulations for for him. Just a thought there. And um, you know something else that uh, I noticed today is that all of the Southern California baseball teams currently are in first place. Dodgers, Angels, Padres. Dodgers and Padres are virtually tied. The Dodgers are percentage points ahead, but basically the same. We like that. We want competitive baseball. The Angels are a couple games ahead. We'll see how we'll see how that goes. And, uh, you know, anytime we're ahead of the Giants, I'm happy. That is what I'm looking for. Uh, That might be more important to me than uh, whatever else. So uh, good job. Let's keep it competitive. Let's have some fun. Okay. One of the biggest issues that is now brewing and kind of coming to the surface, and it's been mentioned for a long time, but it's kind of there, is the student loan issue and whether or not there ought to be some plan to pay off student loans for borrowers. Do you have student loans? Do you have them right now? Some people, some of you, I know you have tons of student loans, like, and the weight is tremendous. It's significant. I had student loans a while ago, and I paid them off, but I only paid them off because we sold our house, and I used the equity to pay them off. And this was only a few years ago. So we sold the house, and we thought, you know, what was it, 2015, I think. We thought, oh, this is the height of the market. It's not going to grow any farther, and then we'll, we'll buy again when it tanks next year. I think it was 2016. And uh, we're still waiting for that, uh, that tanking to happen. It's a funny thing in that uh, world that when you own a house, you hope that the market keeps getting higher. But when you need to buy a house, you're hoping for a major catastrophic collapse in the economy all of a sudden. Uh, so that's where we are, you know, kind of hoping things are bad for a little bit of time so we can get in and then they can go back up. Uh, that's probably not very nice, but that's how we think about it, right? Anyway, you've got uh, – I paid them off. So I'm thinking to myself, you know, if Biden pays off my student – you know, everyone else's student loans and I just paid them off – I don't think I'm going to feel real good about that. It was a lot of money. I had loans from undergraduate, which were not a lot. Um, But then I had them from law school, which was a huge amount, which I didn't even finish. And then I had a little bit from seminary and uh, a lot 
a lot of loans that I would have been paying on until I was, I believe, 58 years old. So a good part of the middle part of my life, almost up to retirement, I would have been paying on my student loans, and that's assuming that I was able to make the payments. And I deferred them for a while, and um, they were they were really a pain. You know, the um, thing is, is that I know some of you are suffering a lot with student loans. Some of you have jobs where you can make the payments, where it's not really that big a deal. Like, it's a big payment. I, I did a wedding once for for two anesthesiologists. That's what they went to school for. They had 200 and some thousand dollars of student loans. And um, whenever I do wedding counseling, you know, we talk about debt. You know, what are you bringing into the relationship? In fact, I had a couple break up with me in the office. They weren't dating me. They broke up in front of me in the office. So, you know, I'm not doing any kind of weird stuff. So they break up with each other because I asked them about debt and uh, he hardly had any debt. And then she announced that she owed over $100,000 in credit card debt. And uh, you could see his head sort of turn slowly over to her. She had not mentioned this to him. He had no idea that she was carrying that kind of thing. And it, it wasn't really about the money. It kind of unleashed a whole lot of other things that should have been shared at this point that were not shared. Uh, that's part of the point of the counseling is to get everything on the table. But sometimes things are on, come out on the table that really should have already been known about. And that was one of them. How are you doing? Two questions really for you, and you can join our conversation here. Are you, how are student loans, how are student loans affecting you? And secondly, do you support or not support the idea that the government or the taxpayer will pay off all of people's student loans or a certain amount of people's student loans? That's what they're talking about right now. How do you feel about that? Should we pay off one another's debts? 888-528-2557 is the number, 888 528-2557. That's 888-LA-TALKS. To remember it that way, you can join the conversation uh, here. Uh, President Biden is considering uh, paying off loans. It's interesting that a year ago that was not really under consideration. Nancy Pelosi said it's not even possible. We shouldn't even talk about it. That was just last June. And now here we go. President Biden, uh, just this weekend, clip number uh, 21. I am considering dealing with some debt reduction. I am not considering $50,000 debt reduction, but I'm in the process of taking a hard look at whether or not there are going to, there will be additional debt forgiveness, and uh, I'll have an answer on that in the next couple of weeks. How high are you looking Thank at? you. So one of the thing is that we're expecting is, is he going to propose that the federal government pay off a certain amount of people's student loans? And there's a lot of different questions as to how he would do that. As I mentioned a year ago, Nancy Pelosi said it's not even worth talking. He doesn't have the authority to do that. She said it's not even up for discussion. She's the Speaker of the House. But the um, lead Democrat in the Senate, Chuck Schumer, said that Biden can do it by executive action just with the flick of a pen, he tweeted out. So there's a difference of opinion about whether or not the president even has this authority to pay off your student loans. And then that question was presented on CBS this morning to the education secretary. Here's his response. Go ahead and play 22. Well, those are uh, part of the uh, conversations that we're having, you know, that topic there. Uh, Obviously, the president said from the beginning, too, he would welcome congressional uh, action on this as well. But uh, we recognize how uh, many Americans are suffering in many different ways. And we know the the cost of college has really ballooned. And many of uh, many borrowers are are dealing with debt for the rest of their lives. And 
higher education shouldn't be that. So we're doing everything we can, including having conversations about loan forgiveness, but also fixing the, the problems that got us to where we are. So these are all part of the conversation that we're having. And as the president said, uh, we're hoping to communicate information very soon. So that is uh, Education Secretary Miguel uh, Cardona. He didn't really answer the question. The question was, you know, is this legal? And he kind of hemmed and hawed around it because they don't really know. But I think something that we're seeing from this administration is that they're going to try to do it anyway and then see what happens. And I'm wondering how you feel about that. Do you have student loans and what is the burden that might be on you? And another question you might want to answer is how do you feel about this? Should we pay off people's student loans and should we do that? Is that a good thing or is that not a good thing? Should there be, what are some of the solutions? Because the student loan problem is a crisis. It's a crisis in our country for our families. It's a crisis for our, our education system. There's many layers of why the student loan thing is a big deal. 888, the phone number here, if you want to join the conversation, is 888-528-2557, 888-LA-TALKS. This is Southern California Live. Uh, Carlo in Los Angeles, welcome to Southern California Live. What are your thoughts about this? Hi, how are you? Um, You know, it's kind of a 50-50 issue because I believe that uh, we all should pay, you know, the money that we borrow. Um, It is a principle. We all have to do what we need to do, right? Mm -hmm. We have to follow the laws of the country. And uh, we have to respect, you know, our covenants, our agreements, our, you know, whatever we promise. A promise is a promise, and it should be kept, and it should be complied. Then again, uh, the uh, companies involved in the um, student loan, uh, they are crude companies, and they have... They are affecting a lot of the students, uh, you know, that borrow money. I was one of them. Mm. I borrowed $2,500 in 1990. I paid double by uh, 1985 over $5,000, which was more than what I needed to pay. Mm -hmm. By the time you paid all the interest on it. Exactly. I requested um, a copy of my total payments. They refused to provide to me, Salome. So I took them to court in 2003. I took, uh, then, you know, they went away, but I was able to get a, um, a copy of my total payments. So sure enough, you know, I had paid more than the money that I needed to pay. Um, and then, um, the amazing part is that in 2010, they went ahead and, uh, created a ghost account, Sally made, which now is Navient. They created a ghost account on my files for 5000 and they pass it on to the Department of Education, and mm. they try to collect from me, you know, they uh, harm my uh, credit records and so on and so on and so on. So what I did is in 2014, I went ahead and took them again to court in, with the same judge, you know, in, in Los Angeles, in the Superior Court. They went ahead, without my consent, transferred the case to the federal uh, court, and obviously they had more leeway with the federal court because, uh, you know, basically... Yeah. So how did it turn out for you? I'm sorry? How did it turn out for you? Oh, I, I still have a loan that I, a ghost account that I have never, you know, requested. So it's not even uh, you. 
No, no, no. I mean, uh, it is me. It's my name. They have my name on it, but they say, you know, that I had borrowed more money that I didn't because oh, I, I see. paid my loan in full. Yeah. And uh, because I raised the, the flags with the United States of America, with the uh, attorney generals, with the Department of Justice, uh, mm-hmm. the FBI, et cetera, et cetera, uh-huh. and the presidents in the so country, what, both. Where does this stand right now with you? So are you having to, you paid back more money than you owed? That's what you're saying? Correct. Okay. But then on top of that, they, you know, made a ghost account that didn't exist. Yeah. Well, it's kind of corrupt. And I appreciate your call, Carlo. You know, there are there are multiple issues here that um, one of them is, of course, should we pay off people's loans? There's also some crookedness that have gone on. I heard somebody say that a lot of our college system today has turned out to be basically a loan shark industry where people are giving these really high loans for degrees that don't really help them very much. And uh, then suddenly they spend the rest of their life paying. And what you're discussing is something that went wrong somehow where some uh, administration set up an account that uh, you ended up paying more than you were supposed to pay. Uh, And I don't think you're the only one uh, doing that. We're talking about student loans. How do you feel about it? How does it impact you? And do you think that the government should pay them off for you? Or do you think, or for other people, are you willing as a taxpayer to pay off or reduce people's student loan burden. 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. This is Southern California Live. John from Ontario, welcome to SoCal Live. Hi. Hi, John. What are your thoughts about the student Hi, loan issue? John. Very good. What are your thoughts about the student so, loan issue? Uh, well, I feel on, my, on the issue, I'm not impacted by student loans. I'm mm-hmm. a firefighter. I'm a blue collar worker. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I worked hard to get to where I'm at. Education is valued within every fire department. Yeah. However, it didn't, you know, require me to get one. Uh, so I don't suffer the same burden as others. But the way I look at it, especially these days, is the good old American dream has become an investment opportunity. Housing. It's an investment opportunity. Education, it's an investment opportunity. And when it comes to education, some people made a bad investment. Um, you know, the housing crisis, people's home loans don't get paid off. If you borrow too much on a credit card, you don't get your credit card forgiven. Granted, there are different avenues like bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. But bankruptcy, but when, when it comes to student loans, doesn't students. work. So with, with student loans, you can't, uh, you can't put them in your bankruptcy filing. They're with you forever. And right, but the thing is we're still adults. You know, we were aware of the decisions that we were making. I chose not to go to school because I didn't want to pay a certain price for an education, knowing that I could get a blue collar job. There's other guys out men and women out there that are, you know, iron workers, yeah, uh, welders, plumbers. Do you think that you and do you think you and those people should pay off the student loans for uh, lawyers and doctors and uh, pastors and other people who got advanced degrees or even just bachelor's degrees? Should you be paying for that through your taxes? I don't because, you know, you can't have one without the other. You can't have a lawyer without a firefighter. You can't have a plumber mm-hmm. without a doctor. Granted, yeah, there are different degrees, levels of education, money that was borrowed. But at the end of the day, it's like we're all responsible for ourselves. I feel in this matter, um, you, you borrowed the money, you got to pay it back. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, John, for your call. You know, I think that's, that's one of the uh, pieces of this conversation, right, is that 
Um, there's just different issues that people are saying. So on the one hand, people are saying who are against the idea of the federal government chiming in. What they're saying is um, people who didn't go to school shouldn't be paying for those who did. And in particular, that since it comes from tax dollars, we shouldn't be paying the loans of you know, poorer people who generally speaking, not entirely so, but generally speaking, statistically, didn't go to college, who make less money, are now actually going to pay money to pay off the loans of people who make more money. So some people are referring to it, people who are against this, are referring to it as a transfer of wealth from the poor to the rich uh, directly. Now, on the other hand, one of the things that is being discussed, and the president is looking at this, is is there a limit? Can you get some loan help if you don't make a certain amount of money? Meaning that if you make $125,000 a year, then you get no help. If you make $100,000 a year, then you get a certain amount of your student loans, maybe a percentage, maybe a certain amount up to $10,000 or something taken off. Now, some people, uh, Elizabeth Warren, Senator Warren, is one of the people who is in favor of knocking off $50,000 of everybody's student loan. Uh, the president says he's not considering that plan right now, that what he's considering is doing something that would help pay it off for people who aren't making a lot of money, which is one of the issues, right, is that sometimes you can go, like I mentioned, the anesthesiologists that I know, they have $200,000 of student loan, but they're going to make a lot of money in their careers, and they're making the payments. They told me that they were getting married. They told me they moved into a small apartment, and uh, even though they have a huge income, they're their burden with their student loans and also the malpractice insurance that they have to carry, which is enormous. Uh, never read that stuff that they hand you with the anesthesiologist that you got to sign. You know, it, it's important, but you don't really want to read it. Just trust them and sign it. If you're going to have a surgery, you know, it's just things you don't want to know. Um, anyway, that's what they're doing. So the, a bigger question is, regardless of what your situation is. Oh, what I was saying is that they make that kind of money so they can pay it. But some people have huge student loans, you know, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000, and uh, they have careers that just don't make a lot of money. And it's really hard to make money. Here's the average monthly student loan payments by degree, okay? If you have an associate's degree, your average payment is $333 a month. So associate's degree, two years of post-high school education at a community college, your associate's degree. Bachelor's degree, $448 a month. That's the average today. This is according to Education Data Initiative. Master's degree, $695 a month. Doctoral degree, $1,210 a month. Professional degree, $1,537 a month. That is the average student loan payments. Um, The average student loan payments for Americans, the last uh, number I have here is $393 a month altogether. Uh, That's about what I was paying, I think, uh, years ago. Uh, The mean starting salary among new graduates is around $56,000 nationally. It's more than that in California, uh, but we have a much higher cost of living here in California also, so a lot of those things uh, factor in. You can join our conversation. We're talking about the student loan matters. Here's the number, 888-528-2557. David from Culver City. Hi, David. How are you today? I'm good. What do you think um, about this, David? In, well, in general, I don't think we should be paying people student loans off, with some exceptions. Okay, what are the exceptions? I think, I think if you went to one of these for-profit fly-by-night colleges, mm-hmm. uh, I think many of those, their degrees are worthless. Uh, they defrauded people, uh, and I think the government 
should be responsible for that. I don't think the, I think that the government, by lending money to those institutions, which Trump okayed, that was attempted. Well, this by is Congress this is a lot longer than Trump. This has been going on for decades. No, 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 no. But during Trump's era, Congress tried to pass legislation. Uh, cutting back the authority of, of the for-profit colleges to participate in student loans. I think they've defrauded a lot of students, and I think that's a big issue. It is a big uh, issue. i got to go to a break. David, i got to go to a break. I appreciate your comment. When we get back from the break, I have an example of something that David is talking about, and what he's referring to is that there are a lot of these sort of small colleges that um, – they charge you an awful lot of money to go there, and then you get out and you find out that the degree is worthless or they didn't really train you very well, ultimately. And uh, what do you do? Should we pay off those loans? You know, Should the government help those people in that case? What are your thoughts about this? There's a lot of issues when you start peeling back. So I'm interested in two things. How do you feel about you know how are student loans affecting you personally if you've got a story? Or how do you feel about this? Should we pay off people's student loans? And what's the answer to this? It's a big crisis, and I'll explain more when we get back, including giving you that example of fraud. The number is 888-528-2557, la talks 888-528-2557. This is the Monday edition of Southern California Live. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. SoCal Live. Scott Furrow with you. We're talking about the student loan crisis and the idea that the federal government, i.e. you, the taxpayer, might pay off student loans in some amount for some people. Are there people who should have their student loans paid for, other people who should not? Um, are you burdened by student loans? What is your feeling about this? 888-528-2557 is the number to join the conversation. 888-528-2557. You know, I remember getting my uh, student loans, the first one. They make you go to an interview, right? They called it an interview. I always wondered, you know, I'm not really, they're not asking me any questions. They're just telling me a bunch of stuff, mostly threatening you. You go to your student loan interview and they threaten you and they say, you will have to pay this back. You cannot get out of it by bankruptcy. You will pay back this money plus interest. And you go, yeah, yeah, well, I don't go to school if I don't do it, which isn't true all the time. I mean, you can go get, you know, there's another plan. There's the J-O-B plan. You get a job and go through school maybe a little slower. Some of you have done that, and uh, it pays off. You don't pay the interest. Uh, the average person, just the average person, spends two hundred spends twenty six thousand dollars in just interest alone on their student loans. Twenty six thousand dollars. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Before the break, we were talking about a caller mentioned that some of these programs, some of these schools out there, are fraudulent, meaning they're they're putting out basically degrees or uh, that are not really worth anything or careers that don't exist or, you know, that they charge you an awful lot of money for a career that's not going to pay you very much. Last weekend, NBC Los Angeles uh, reported on the Marinello School of Beauty and the federal government is refunding some student loans for students there. And they said this, they said that the department found that the school failed to train students in key elements of a cosmetology program, such as how to cut hair. <laughs> now, if you're going to school to learn how to be a barber or a beautician, and you know, you never touch a pair of scissors, you probably should rethink your student loans. You probably should wonder what in the world's going on. I think I've been to a couple of people who graduated from there, actually, when I look in the mirror occasionally whenever I leave one of these places. 
Um, so the, the point here is that this school charged an awful lot of money to teach people how to do a cosmetology and they didn't teach them well. Whatever they taught them was fraudulent. Whatever they taught them was you know, not worth it. And it's basically fraud. And this is something you have to be careful of. You know, there's a lot of these small colleges out there. Some of them are okay, but some of them, you got to be really careful, especially if it's a lot of money. And this is one of the areas where our student loan business has become, in my opinion, and in the opinion, I think of people on the left and right, and to some degree corrupt, is that colleges, even legitimate colleges and universities are charging huge amounts of money to sell you in degrees that aren't really worth very much. And you're stuck with these student loans forever. Now you're making that decision. You know, when you sit there in that interview and you're borrowing all this money, you really got to ask yourself, am I going to make this kind of money? What, what does this, this profession I'm getting into, what is this degree? What is this major? What's it going to pay me when I get out of here? What can I expect? Um, you should think about that before taking it. And you should realize that there are scams out there and there are people taken for a ride, even in, um, in universities that you would think wouldn't have these scams. The whole thing might be people going for a ride. I think my entire student loan amount from my undergraduate degree at UC Riverside, which I finished in 1993, I think I owed a little under $3,000 for the whole four years total. And that was pretty typical. It wasn't, you know, the, the amount that each quarter cost me in fees. UC schools don't have tuition. They have fees. Um, it quadrupled in the four years I was there. That's right at the beginning of schools getting really expensive. And one of the reasons they got really expensive is because student loans became very available. And schools said, you know what we could build if we just charged a whole lot more and the students can pay it, they can get government backed student loans. And there you go. Uh, that happened. What are your thoughts about this? 888-528-2557. You can join the conversation here. 888-528-2557. Angela in Glendora. Welcome to Southern California Live. Hi. Um, I just wanted to just share a couple of things. One is that I have a daughter that has a, quite a bit of money and student loans. She went to Biola and got a lot paid for in scholarships, but she also still owes a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, got her BA there in social work, went and got her master's at Cal State Long Beach, also has loans there. She's working as a therapist, but not really making the money yet at this point because she's still in the process of getting her license. But um, my, and in terms of paying the loans off, I don't know about the government paying the loans off, even though she has a lot of loans that she needs to pay. But I, and I do believe that, you know, again, we get loans, we have to pay them back. But if the government wanted to help in some way, we're not paying off everything, but maybe working out a program where they could be helped in some way. I mean, that's not a bad idea. Um, it would just have to be a good, good program. Um, but the other thing that I'm facing, I'm a homeschooling mother. I homeschooled her and my oldest mm-hmm. daughter, and now I've got grandbaby. And I don't know if I should advise them to go to school or not. I've always been big on education. I, I'm mm-hmm. big on, on uh, college. But now at this point, I don't know uh, because of, the loan situation. So that's an interesting I, point I there. Uh, yeah, uh, Angela, that's a very interesting point. That is another effect that this has been having is that people are maybe deciding not to go to school because of the cost. 
um, the cost of the loans. Now, your daughter went to Biola, so private school, very expensive, but then she went to Cal State uh, for the master's. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. how long is she, is her loan? Is she paying them back yet, or is she still in the deferment phase? We don't have to pay them no, back for a few years. No, she's paying them back. She's okay. paying them back now. They were deferred oh, while well, she was going to school, but now she's paying them back, and then she'll probably have to pay more money once she accumulates all her hours that she's working on. I mean, she's hands-on right now. She's working as a therapist, but she's also accumulating hours so that she can right. get her, um, she can go take her test with her license right. and she'll have to do more money at that point. Then she can get the the regular job. She needs 500 hours or something like that before she can get her license. Is that right? Yeah, she needs a thousand. Yeah, she thousand needs a thousand. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All right, Angela, thank you for your call. Uh, that's an interesting issue. Are the student loans even preventing you from going to school? 888-528-2557 is the number. Sylvia from Lakewood, thanks for calling Southern California Live. What are your thoughts? about the student loan issue. Um, yes, my name is Sylvia, and I just wanted to chime in on today's topic, the student loans. So I have mixed feelings, right, because um, I do believe it's, it's the student's responsibility to pay for their loans and anybody else to pay for loans that they obtain. But, man, it sounds good. <laughs> when, when <laughs> well, free money, you know, it says, always sounds good. I mean, you know, and, and I'm thinking, I don't know, and please, you know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, I'm thinking, you know, the government's helping out everyone else, you know, like they're helping out this group and that group. And I mean, we're, I, as for me, I, I consider myself a productive citizen. So why not help me too? Right. Right. So yeah, I have grad school in recent years and I obtained a big, big loan. I went to a private school in SC. And so now I have, you know, like you mentioned, a very high monthly payment towards my student loan. And yeah. so, yeah, like sometimes I, I sit here and I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> I know. I was sitting there myself in the same way. Now, let me ask you this one. This is the this is the hard question, okay? Let's say the government pays off your loan or helps them out. Who actually is paying for that? Me. It's like I'm, you know, is, is the government really paying? I mean, I'm paying the government what their money. Like, right. Like, it makes no sense. The government doesn't right. make any money. The government takes your money and gives it to these programs, right? So that's right. the that's the controversy is you might have your loans paid off, but if your taxes go up or things get a lot more expensive because of what these payments do in the economy, then are you really saving money or not? Right, right. See what I mean? Right. That's, the, so. that's the deeper question as to whether or not the government should do this. There, there's no magic you know, unlimited money supply out there um, where the government can just do it. So I understand you're feeling tremendously about getting relief from debt. So we have an issue where people are seriously suffering because of the weight of their student loans. But at the same time, the solution might be worse long-term than uh, the problem itself. Thanks for your call, Sylvia. We're talking about the student loan issue here on Southern California Live. You can join in the conversation, 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. What's the solution? What do you think ought to change in this system? Eddie from Pomona. Welcome to Southern California Live. Hi. Good afternoon. Um, I want to say because back in the 80s, when I got all the service, I took out a uh, loan to become an auto mechanic. And in the process of becoming an auto mechanic, uh, when I finished, 
the student loan was only like eight thousand back then. But they were supposed to give me tunes and help me find a job. They didn't give me either one of them. Uh, currently, my daughter's in debt because she went to a beauty school, uh-huh. and she doesn't have the money. Didn't help her finish or complete her test to help her out uh, to achieve her goal. Okay. And uh, for me, uh, I don't see a problem with them paying back a loan, part of the loan, or or all the loan. Because in the long run, we're paying taxes anyway. So whether we, you have family that's going to school now or in the future, that's going to help them out later on. Okay, so, thank yeah, thank you, Eddie, for your thoughts about that. You know, it, he's right. We're already paying taxes. What I would wonder is if we decided to pay this off for people somehow. Now, there's a lot of people are going to be upset about that because they're paying into it and they never got student loans themselves. And a lot of people who feel like, or I've already paid off my student loans and I worked really hard. You know, in my case, I worked really hard to pay off my student loans. I drove this ridiculous beat up 1992 Nissan Sentra with all the paint scratched off and you couldn't even get in the car on the passenger side. I actually dated my wife in that car and she had to crawl in across the, uh, the driver's seat to sit in the passenger seat over there. That's uh, what I was dealing with. I had a moonroof on it that leaked. And uh, so if it was raining, she would have to get in the back seat because it would just pour on her head. Whoever sat in the passenger seat, it got, they got rained on in my car. But I did that so I could pay off the loans. And so a lot of people are going to say, hey, wait a minute, though. Uh, I worked really hard to pay off my loans, and I sacrificed a lot. I lived in a smaller place. I didn't go buy stuff. I didn't do a lot to get rid of that debt. And I could have just waited a few years, and uh, John Q. Taxpayer would have just paid them off. Is that fair? Uh, is that right? And what about the the fact that, you know, John and his his daughter, she's struggling and he's talking about future generations. Well, this problem's getting worse and worse. Is there any reform coming to the system or are we just going to pay it off and then in a few years have to pay it off again for the next generation of people who are burdened by their debt? What's the right thing to do? How are you burdened? And maybe from a Christian perspective, should we be paying off people's debts? How does that work? 888-528-2557 is the number, 888-528-2557. If you want to join the conversation here on Southern California Live, I'll be right back on your Monday edition of SoCal Live. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody, to Southern California Live. Great Monday afternoon here, Monday, May the 2nd. We're talking about student loans. How's it affecting you, and should the government pay them off, i.e. you, the taxpayer? How do we help people? There's a true burden that lots of people have with their student loans. The issue, of course, is that we asked for that burden. I saw online somebody trying to make the the comment that, well, somebody with cancer uh, should have, who can't afford to pay the cancer payments, maybe that the government and the insurance companies, Medicare, should pay them off. But they didn't ask for cancer. You know, they didn't choose that. And I'm not sure that, you know, those things are hard anyway. But uh, student loans, should the government pay off the student loans of people? Do we need that? $1.6 trillion. That's how much Americans owe in their student loans. $1.6 trillion with a T. Numbers that are in the trillions, we, our minds can't calculate that. It's one of the reasons that some people think our debt is going out of control because we can't, we can no longer actually feel it. I was in the 
Jimmy Carter Library in Atlanta, Georgia, several years ago because I go to all the presidential libraries, and I'm watching a clip of a 1976 debate between him and Gerald Ford, and they're both griping about the federal budget deficit, which at the time was something like $65 million. Well, we spend that something like every minute. We maybe overspend by that much today. If you take the national debt, which is $30 trillion with a T, and if you spent if you spent forty million dollars every day since the birth of Christ until today, forty million every single day, you still haven't spent the national debt. That's how much trillions are. You just it's just you can't wrap your brain around it. How is that affecting us? Is this something we should do? Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Sherelle from Inglewood, welcome to Southern California Live. Is, do I have your name right? Is it Sherelle? Hi. Yeah, this is she. Hi. Hi, Sherelle. Yes, um, I was fortunate that I did not have to take out a lot of debt my last year in college and was able to pay it off Mm, within a relatively short period of time. However, I do feel for those who are struggling with it, and perhaps there can be some kind of debt consolidation for people who have taken out student loans, something that makes it more manageable for those who are struggling under it. Mm -hmm. So I think there can be something that could be done. I don't mind working toward that, even though I myself have paid my debt already. Yeah. All right. I think that's good thinking, Sherelle. I think that, you know, in the sense of we need some other kind of answer. We can't just keep the same system. And there are people who are are burdened tremendously with it. Um, How do we move forward in this? What do we do? What's the right thing to do? What is, even as Christians, you know, should we have a thought about this. Is there something spiritual to all of this? 888-528-2557 is the number. Ron in Los Angeles, welcome to Southern California Live. Yes, this is Ron. Hi, Ron. Am I on the air? You sure yes, are. I'm here. Go ahead. What's your thought yeah. about the student loan issue? Well, I think we should not pay off the student loans, only because there are some of us who never really even had the opportunity to go to college, Mm -hmm. let alone apply for the loan. Right. And I grew up, I worked hard, paid all my debts. I actually got job positions in in respectable corporations uh, that many required a college degree, yet I still, I got in the door and got the job and did it well. I paid for my son's education. He got out of college without any debt. And he's in his early 30s right now. Good for you. So I would feel gypped. I feel gypped in many ways already because I had to work my <clears> way into mm-hmm. the society, pay my bills, and pay for my son's education. Yeah. And I, I would feel really badly if I had to pay more taxes to pay for other people who never yes. really applied their God-given abilities to get the job done. Well, and they did it uh, at taxpayers' expense. Something's wrong there. Something's, something's very, very wrong. wrong. Yeah, the whole thing is definitely very wrong. Thank you, Ron, and good job at getting things paid for. Uh, you know, you should be proud of that. Try not to be bitter about uh, what's going on now because you did what is necessary, and you don't have to carry that burden. And debt is a burden. Any kind of debt is a burden. Uh, the student loans, you know, at least you bought something with it, you know, that uh, matters. But it is a big burden, and the truth is is that many people are, are really hurting, and there's probably something to be said about people being taken advantage of. But there's also something to be said about responsibility. 
And uh, thank you, Ron, for your call. You know, maybe as we, we think about this a little bit, I think that there's, there's two things. We have two things. We have to be responsible uh, for the decisions we make, even when we're getting ripped off. You know, there is something about being wise. We are called to be, be aware that there are people out there ripping us off, and the student loan industry is a bad deal. It is making a lot of people rich, and it is uh, in, you know, weighing down deeply on so many of us and our kids. You know, and as one caller said, uh, she's thinking that maybe she shouldn't even go to college now and get educated. It's not working. But the other thing to think about here, and I, I took some, I thought, you know, historically, what does it mean with the government paying off? I mean, here's some of the problem. Um, and I'll give you a solution, at least one thing that maybe could be done that would be better. One thing that could be done is bankruptcy could be allowed. And the reason for that is this, is that right now you can't go, if you go bankrupt, you cannot put your student loans into bankruptcy. That's something they make you sign off of in the beginning. It is illegal. So what's trying to prevent is that you go to college, you get $50,000 of loans, and then uh, the next year you can't pay it, so you go bankrupt, and then you have no more loans and free college. And they want to avoid people taking advantage of the system uh, that way, and that's why they don't let you out of it by bankruptcy. That's the whole purpose of the big meeting you have to sign off on before you get your loan. But there is something to, to be said about individual circumstances. The thing is about bankruptcy, it isn't just a blanket payoff. That's something that lots of people are worried about, is that many people, they are paying off their loans, and they're being responsible, and they're doing what they said they would do. They, were, they are following the financial commitment they made, which is right, um, and they should pay it. But what about the person who legitimately can't, who legitimately will never pay off their $1,200 a month or whatever student loan is, or the person who has a young, a young person ended up having health problems, and so it created so many more problems. I, I was able to pay off my loan, but it was a struggle. I said I did it out of my, the equity of my house at one point uh, when we sold the house, so I paid them. But before that, it was a lot of money every month. And it was a struggle. It wasn't a struggle until I had two problems. I got into other credit card debt, which just kind of snowballed. And I had a car that was a lemon and it was costing me all kinds of money. And that's one of the other problems with debt is that it's manageable until it isn't. It's manageable until something else happens and you suddenly need the money. That's true as an individual and it's true as a nation. Should we have paid people a bunch of money and done the, the PPP loans and the special loans because of the COVID to save businesses? to help people pay their rent, maybe, probably should have done that. But the big problem is that we already owed trillions of dollars in debt. And now suddenly we have to pay a bunch of money or we felt like it was the right thing to do. And that probably is the reason for all the inflation. So you pay it eventually. It's not magic money that the government just shows up with. And this is the warning, okay? This is the warning. Even our founders felt that the abolition of debt they called it improper or wicked to do that, to just pay off people's debts. It's in the Federalist Papers. And because it destroys credit, it leads to financial catastrophe, and uh, it separates the classes. It creates a class war, which I think is something that we're dealing with. And you can go back a long time. There's a guy on uh, Twitter named Timothy Sandifer, and he tweeted this. Cicero said this in 44 BC. And what is the meaning of an abolition of debts? Except that you buy a farm with my money, that you have the farm and I have not my money. That's a pretty powerful and profound statement. And that is where you get the kind of feelings that our last caller had, the feelings of being gypped, the feelings of have 
while I worked really hard for all of this stuff and now suddenly somebody else has my money to pay off their loans, which I didn't apply for. See what I mean? That's one of the great dangers in government involvement here. And at the same time, we have legitimate crises of people who cannot pay back these debts. So, you know, I would say one solution to look at is bankruptcy. There's not a lot, you know, allowing certain people on an individual basis to have the ability to go bankrupt after a certain amount of time. And you put that into the courts, you know, for one person or another. That's the the bankruptcy idea. We are just about out of time. And I want to share this with you. You know, it's kind of depressing, I think, when we start talking about debt, because it's really hard to see how we're going to pay it, our national debt. You're in a situation maybe where you have personal debts that are really hard to pay off. I've been there before. It was rough. You know, and, and as a Christian, we're called to be wise. So you need to look at the wise thing. But something else I would point out to you, uh, just to to be pastoral about this, you have a spiritual debt that you can't afford. You have a spiritual debt. Every human being has a spiritual debt. They feel it. That's why every culture in the history of mankind has had gods and philosophies about how to who God is and how to please that God and what to do. We have this in our hearts. We feel like we have a spiritual debt. This is something we have as Christians. We have our debt paid by Christ. And it's not a government payout. It's something that we could not ever pay. We had no hope of ever paying it. There is not any amount of hard work or saving or good deeds that you can do to pay off your spiritual debt of falling short of the glory of God. Jesus paid it on the cross. He paid for it. And you know what? Some people find it unfair because for some people, he paid a lot more for them than he did for you. You might see yourself as a better person than that person, and Jesus had to shed more blood for that person in a manner of speaking. Sometimes we think that's unfair. Sometimes we think, you know what, uh, I'm a pretty good person, and I get to go to heaven, but why does that really bad person who's on the cross next to him not get to go to heaven or get to go to heaven too when he didn't do anything good? He was a Christian for, you know, what, an hour? That's the grace of God, my friend. And in this issue, as you talk about it, I think it's going to heat up a little bit, uh, especially if the president comes out and he's going to pay off some loans you know, there's legitimate griping about that, and there's legitimate concern about our banking system and credit of what happens if people don't pay their debts. Our country works when we pass laws and then people obey the laws that we pass. Our country does not work when if the laws become inconvenient or if following them becomes inconvenient, we just change it and drop money in it. There's a way to solve this, and we need to find wisdom. But don't forget the grace of God. Take that as a, a lesson for you that Jesus paid your debt. Your debt is paid to sin, and you get everlasting life just for believing in him. That's what we're about ultimately on our program. Thanks for listening to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. This is your Monday edition. I'll be back tomorrow on Tuesday at 3 o'clock. God bless you. See you then. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.